Hey, Brett, what is the criteria of a regular? Uh, I think a regular is uh, defined by their absence. Like if somebody's not in a space, like everybody wonders like, where is so-and-so? Like that, that's a regular to me. Hi, Kenny, can I interrupt you real quick? Sure. I have a quick question. In your opinion, what is the criteria of a regular? The criteria of a regular is somebody that is undeniably recognizable as soon as you step in the building or on the beach or wherever you are. So Tariq is busy and he's about to go to the studio, but I'm gonna take a few seconds from his day to ask him this important question. Tariq, what is the criteria of a regular? A person that always goes to a place and supports it loyally. Um, is there a place for comfort to get away from life? They need something. It's kind of a place for refuge. I love that. Do you have a place of refuge here in Milwaukee? Uh, I guess you would say foundation. And I think now I have a new one called Throttle Twisters. I was there last night. It's so great. Well, thank you for taking a few seconds of your day. If you haven't already guessed, this month we are shining a well-deserved spotlight on the unsung heroes of establishments. The loyal regulars who not only frequent our establishments, but play a vital role in keeping everything running smoothly. These dedicated individuals form the backbone of our community, consistently supporting our Milwaukee businesses and spaces. So throughout this month, we will be covering a few familiar and perhaps unfamiliar spots that hold significance in our city, such as Oakland Euros, Milwaukee's biker bar, Throttle Twisters, Regulars at Bingo Night, and the Milwaukee Public Museum. However, before we delve into those worlds, we want to dedicate the first episode of this Focus Month to the people who help us reach those places. The Milwaukee bus operators, the folks behind the wheels, navigating our streets, ensuring reliable transportation to get us to our destinations, and literally connecting us to our city. I relied on the Milwaukee public transport system throughout my university years and until the first year of my professional career. During those rides, I often thought about the unique perspective from the other side, the bus driver's seat, and the experience of the people they interact with daily. It's a fascinating world to explore. And today, well, we'll find out. This is Uniquely Milwaukee. It's everything you love about community stories, but more in depth. Giving the stories the time and attention they deserve. Changing perspective one episode at a time. I'm your host, Salam Fathayed, and this is Uniquely Milwaukee. Stories that stick with you. The headquarters of the Milwaukee County Transit System perfectly embodies what one would expect. Upon entering, you are greeted by a receptionist who provides you with a guest pass. As I made my way to the basement where one of the quieter rooms was located, I was introduced to Rodney White. Despite his polite demeanor, couldn't help but notice a hint of nervousness in his presence. And my role here at MCTS, I am a bus operator slash platform instructor. So I do a little teaching as well. But after a short while, Rodney put his guard down and gave me the rundown on day in the life of a Milwaukee bus operator after doing it for five and a half years. Can you recall before you even began an operator, what was the inkling for you to start this career? Fresh start, needed something new, looking to grow and looking 
from the outside in, this place was like a almost a breeding ground for growth. I see a lot of growth and I still see growth with people within the company. What were you doing before the five years before that? I was a store manager for Valvoline Instant Oil Change. So okay. still dealing with customers and yeah. whatnot, but just on a different scale. So what was that first day like when you're operating the bus? What was that like? It was like a, a, a test day and you and you studied and you forgot everything. <laughs> you're on your own. Yeah. It seemed like nothing could go right, but everything did go right at the end of the day. Uh, all you have to do is put together what you were taught mm -hmm. at the end of the day. Yeah. Which route were you on? Like, do you remember that? Or is it all blur? Truth be told, I think I was on the Route 27 slash Purple Line, which is it's a fairly simple route, but it's kind of busy at the same time. So it was a lot going on. I, I do remember it. It was a lot going on. Sunny day out. Customers were just not customers, passengers. Uh, they are customers, too, because um, we are doing a service for them. Mm -hmm. uh, it was just out. It was a busy day. I remember it was frantic. It was a lot going on. Uh, I had school kids coming on the bus, yeah. people taking care of business. It was it was that day, if I must just put it in a nutshell. Yeah. When you are a bus operator, do you take the same route every day, every week, or does it transition? For the normal operator, yes, you would take the same route for about a three months at a time. Do that same route over and in, yeah. over and over and over. Uh, so me driving that same route the first day, yeah. you see some things, but then you driving that, you're driving the same route over and over. A month later, you're gonna see something new. It's like watching a, a movie over again yeah. and over, and you see like, oh, I didn't see that part, but now I see it. So I, I've seen stores or locations that I would never see, and I, and I actually went to stores that I've seen on the route. Yeah, I get that. I can imagine how sometimes it could be Maybe if you're looking out for someone or something, and do you have that moment when you're like, oh, so-and-so isn't here. He typically comes on Thursday. Does that happen with you? Actually, yes. <laughs> you have regulars <laughs> all the time. Um, I had this lady. She actually noticed me. I was off work for, for two days, and she's, honey, where were you? I didn't see you yesterday. I had some other guy pick me up. I, you can't take off work. I said, well, I, I need to, I need to, yeah, I have to take my two days off. I get two days off a week. But no, you got to wait till you're, you're done with this route. We need you. So with that being said, that, that made me feel good yeah. to be a mist. But uh, I do see people that I might not say it, but I'm like, oh, I, I, I didn't see you. Right. Where were you? Yeah. I, I missed you too. That's always, you know, I, First of all, just a little background for me. I lived in Palestine for a little bit and then came back to the States my junior year of high school. And I took public transport systems. But it was like such a new world to me. Okay. I remember going to university. I had to do the park and ride in the south, uh, like around 13th Street, that area, and all the way to UWM. And I was just so confused on how the system worked because I was like, let me just make sure I'm going to the right place. I don't want to go the opposite yeah, direction. Yeah. And I remember, and I, I don't know their name, but, but the bus driver like walked me through it and was like, this is where you stop. This is the time that you know you would like to return at this time. And then I started taking the bus all the way until actually my job, like my first year of working. 
And unfortunately, I've never made connections with these bus drivers, or sorry, uh, operators. I always would remember, okay, I feel like every, it would be kind of like a routine where they would be like the same three people just on different schedules. Yes, and it, yeah. it normally is. And we're kind of like a community because they're part of my day taking me to work or taking me to school, but we don't know each other. And I always wondered what it would be like if I knew a little bit about their lives or vice versa. Um, so can you can you paint me any memorable moments throughout your five-year career as a bus operator? So many uh, memorable moments. I had a, a, a lady she she caught my bus frequently to work and it was her last day she was actually retiring and for her retirement she brought me a homemade like 12 inch cookie oh that's so sweet and she was like you know thank you for being on time and picking me up and that hit me yeah you know you might not get a thank you every day or from every passenger but you are definitely appreciated so that's one of the memorable moments even connecting with the kids from high school uh seeing them they they ask me questions How, how's your day going it's it's simple stuff for me that that wows me it, i don't need a big parade or anything but just seeing them it is memorable I, I like it. So uh, the lady that retired, how did you find out about her retirement? Was it developed friendship over time, um, or it just happened that when it, she retired? She it said, just it honestly it just happened. We would speak, hey, how you doing? How's your day? Just simple, plain conversation. And and uh, her last day, I didn't know until she brought it. She said, hey, here, here's a cookie for you. I'm retiring. I'm not gonna see you anymore. I'm like, wow. So you're not gonna catch the bus anymore? You, you're not going anywhere else because we, we're still going to be here. <laughs> <laughs> and so she's like, uh, yeah, I might not see you every day, but I won't be driving this particular route. Right. So that that's how that came about. Coming up next, we learn a little bit about Rodney outside of being a bus operator, about his life outside of work and as an instructor, as well as his favorite route to take right after the break. I'm 88.9 Story Zori. And I'm Milwaukee Films' Christopher Pollard. And we are the hosts of Cinebuds. Yeah, we are. And on Cinebuds, we talk about movies. Flicks. Moving pictures, they are referred to as also. Talkies. Talkies is good, <laughs> yeah. And you can listen to us every week. On Wednesdays at 8 a.m. Or you can listen to the entire podcast at radiomilwaukee.org slash podcast. Cinebuds is brought to you by Associated Bank and Eyes on the Lake, Eye Care and Eyewear. Well, I would love to learn a little bit about you outside of being a bus operator. What are your interests? What are things that, you know, give you passion or define who you are? God-fearing family, man. Simple. I, I work hard. I take care of my family. I have three boys, beautiful boys, that keeps me going, uh, that keeps me young. Uh, I do everything for my family, my wife. They, they, are the, they are the reason why I do what I do. So yes. Do, do your kids take the bus to school or anything like that? <sighs> I'm trying to. They, they, they're spoiled. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, they make their dad drop, pick me up, drop me off. Yeah. So. 
uh, my, my dad was a taxi driver going growing up, so I get that. <laughs> yeah. Come on. <laughs> yeah, they, that's them. Can you listen to music when you're riding the uh, bus? No. Driving? Okay, so no. how do you keep yourself entertained or maybe avoid the monotony of every single day since you're seeing the same things all the time? I keep my head on a swivel okay. and looking around, looking at the scenery, mm. seeing what's around. We have beautiful buildings here. Yeah. We have beautiful buildings here in Milwaukee. Look up and see them. What's your favorite route that shows the beautiful buildings or the scenery? Is there something that you prefer? So I only get this scenery one time a year. It's in December. Driving to Route 30, going down Wisconsin during, in December, they put up the lights on the uh, hanging across the streets. So I get those lights and then I look up, I see, you know, I see the lights and also see Washington Mutual building lit up, U.S. Bank building lit up. With that combination with the sky, those buildings, is beautiful. Yeah, it makes me think about a lot of things because, you know, when I work in the office, you're, you're not seeing any of that stuff. Like, life kind of is passing you by because you're in your cubicle and such, and your, your work, your 9 to 5 or whatever time that is, you're seeing the like Milwaukee changing in Milwaukee in real way. time. Yeah, yes, that's yes. So neat. Like yes. you're probably like around Halloween or all the store decorations. That is like such an interesting thing that I never thought about. That must be so great. Yeah, and even uh, just if, if a building is doing construction, I'll see it before, yeah. during, and then yeah, I get to see the finished product. It, it, you know, before the rest of us, it's you're a, seeing like the groundworks are definitely. Happening. I love that. It's amazing. So that leads me to my next question then. What does the day look like? What's your normal day right now? Right now? Yeah. I get up at four in the morning. Oof. <laughs> have have an oatmeal for breakfast, a little coffee. I get dressed. I have a four-minute drive to work. It's not That's that good. far. Drive through the neighborhood. Right now I'm doing the Route 34 in the morning from uh, about 5.50 to Nine o'clock, I drive that, which is, I'll start on 92nd in Congress to Locust. Locust to uh, 8th Street, which is right next to the freeway, and head downtown. Okay. That piece right there, remember we were talking about scenery? Mm -hmm. That's a great, yeah, right I there, you, you can see the skyline uh, early in the morning when the sun is rising and over the skyline. You got to check that out, too. So. That that's a nice piece and go downtown and I do that a couple of times and I have a little break, eat a little lunch and then I go and do my route thirty from uh, eleven till four fifty ish and then after that I go home and be a husband and a father. Yeah. Now you said you uh, are instructing uh, operators. How oh, long has that been? That's uh, about a year and a half now. What what made you decide to do? Uh, say you know what. I feel like I know a lot of things that I can maybe pass on. I would like to take on this role. So just being a normal operator, you can say, I was ready for the next challenge. Right. How can I give somebody knowledge that what I have? I can't I can't do it just by being a operator. I can, but I'll be more helpful to this company by assisting others right. getting to where I was or where I am. Mm -hmm. That's what made me do it. So you spoke a little bit of a memorable moment when you were an operator, but what's been a memorable moment when you've been also an instructor? 
Oh. Me being so excited for this particular student, the first day he, I, I taught him something. Taught him how to parallel park the bus. We do this the first day. Most people don't get it. Let me tell you, I I have a small Toyota and parallel parking that. <laughs> seems like a nightmare, so I can only imagine. So uh, instead of parallel parking a car, we're going to parallel park this bus. Yeah. And I'm getting nervous. He did. <laughs> and first try, knocked it out the park. I almost wanted to cry. I was so ecstatic. I was happy. And it was a job well done. Pat on my back, pat on his back. It was, that was, that. that was. Yeah, that's actually a big accomplishment. Yeah. Like, I feel like my job would be like, whoa, this person, <laughs> give him all the awards. Uh, speaking about that, what has been like kind of like a learning curve or a challenge that typically people face when they're you know, starting this career fresh? Is it the parallel parking? Is it remembering the routes, the stops? Or, it's it's yeah. actually time, oh. time management. People depend on us to be at work on time. Yeah. If we're not at work or on time, that means we can't provide a service to them yeah. for them to be at work or on time or doctor's appointments or school. Mm -hmm. So people depend on us. So coming into this field, you have to use your time wisely and be aware of the time. Yeah, that actually uh, is so on point because, you know, especially when I'm thinking about myself as a passenger, I truly rely on that schedule and I need it to be as accurate as possible so I yes. can make the next stop or go to my play, you know, exam or work and such. And sometimes there are those moments because we're all human where of course. there's a storm or something and there, there is delay, which is totally fine and normal, but it really does hinder the rest of the world. The world, yeah. yeah. It's, it, it's a domino effect, mm -hmm. believe it or not. And I don't want to be the one, the, the reason why somebody misses a, something important, a doctor's appointment, an exam like yeah. yourself. I don't want to be that. I don't right. want that on my conscience yeah. at all. Last two questions for you before we wrap up is what brings you the most joy in this field? What brings me the most joy? Knowing that I'm helping, being of service, a good service. That goes back to the being on time and helping. I, I enjoy helping. I'm pretty sure that's my calling, to be of service to help to others. I feel that. I love that. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm picking up what you're dropping <laughs> here. What do you think is the most misunderstood about your role? Being a bus operator is not just driving. It's so much more. I have to look out for any and everybody, the community, the people that's on my bus. I, it's my duty. It's my job to make sure everyone's safe. Even if you're not on my bus, if you're around my bus. Well, thank you so much. Is there anything that you would like to say that we didn't really cover? Any final words? Just, if you are riding a bus, just say thank you. It goes a long way. I agree. That That's it. You heard it here, folks, from Rodney White. Thank you. Thank this you. This is so great. Next stop, we will be going down to West Center Street, an unassuming bar from the outside, but upon closer inspection, you'll notice the multitude of bikes parked in the front. This unique establishment holds the distinction of being Milwaukee's first black biker bar, Throttle Twisters. To provide you with an in-depth look into the vibrant world of Throttle Twisters, I will be teaming up with Anthony Foster from Hyphen, and together we'll delve into the rich history, the culture, the camaraderie that make Throttle Twisters and the local bike community a truly unique gathering place. 
Ready up your engines and experience the thrilling atmosphere in this one-of-a-kind establishment. This is your host, Salam Next Diet. week on Uniquely Milwaukee. Thank you to Nate Imig, our executive producer. Kiri Salinas, our audio production manager. Brett Krasgowski is our web editor. Thank you to our marketing team led by Sarah Lar. Graphics and our wonderful logo is made by Aaron Bagata. Our community engagement coordinator is Mallory Wallace and Dan Reiner handles our social media accounts. And a big, big thank you to our city-loving members for making Uniquely Milwaukee possible. If you haven't already, subscribe to our podcast and tune in next week for the next episode of Uniquely Milwaukee.